Welcome back to the His and Hers podcast, episode 76. Today is December 4th, which means it's the first episode of December, which means we're getting close to the holidays, which means Christmas music. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Um, Christmas music, We how do, you, how do you feel about Christmas music? Do you like Christmas music? There's some people that hate Christmas music. It's quite the segue. You know, I think that there are people out there that really just get way too, way too emotional about Christmas music. Like, you know, the people that just hate on Mariah Carey just because, like, mm-hmm. sorry, like, she has a banger for Christmas every year. It is what it is. So, do you think there's, when's the earliest you can play Christmas music, in your opinion? Oh, man, I would say, like, mid-November. Mid-November? Yeah, like, before even Thanksgiving. Like, I'd play Christmas music on the TV and stuff. like Before Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's yeah. Just to kind of get into the spirit, you know? I think that's too early for Christmas music. Why? Because, all right, I like Christmas music. Like, I like it. Um, but there's only, like, so many Christmas songs, you know what I mean? There's a lot of Christmas songs. Yeah, but there's only, there's like... There's a shit ton of Christmas songs. There's only, like, ten that I like, you know? So... Okay, I think that's more of a testament of your... Poor taste. I'm just kidding. I think um, after Thanksgiving, the earliest. Why? Just because, Who you know, says, sometimes. That's like the person that says don't wear white after Labor Day. Everybody knows that that's just a hater. But you sometimes I mean? less is more, you know? No, sometimes you don't want to go through everything that you're going through to decorate your house just to have it up for four weeks sometimes. You know what I mean? Well, that's what we're going to do. Trust, I know. I've, I've <laughs> decorated kidding. the entire house already. I did the lawn. I'm just waiting for the Christmas tree. You did. I did the lawn. You did. Wait, uh, wait. are we getting a new Christmas tree? Mm-mm. Oh, okay, okay. No. So you're just waiting on me to bring it up from the basement. Correct. Oh. Correct. I'm also just, waiting for you to fix that light bulb down there so I don't you break just my neck. said that, you know? I'm going to fix the light bulb. I'm going to fix it. David, we literally started off this podcast with us talking about effective communication. And I communicate effectively. Thank you very much. You just don't hear well. Because that damn beanie's too tight. Hey. It is pretty tight, actually. <laughs> but I think that's because I got a big head. But I don't You know. just got to break it in like a new shoe. I you do. know, that's how your beanies are. It'll like, be like it'll be a little tight the first few wears. But yeah, after like, a, a while. like a baseball glove, you know. Yeah. It's like really stiff. Yeah. But you were due for a new beanie. The other one was gray and it was originally black. So it was <laughs> no, of, it that wasn't. was the indicator that, was that it was time. It was a gray beanie. You know, it's crazy. I got a lot of beanies. Because like, what is it about men? That you know why we gift socks so much? We gift them for Christmas because y'all got holes in every single one of y'all socks. I just want to know the placement of your foot. Right? Why? Like, what y'all doing when y'all walk? Like, are y'all dragging your heels? Like, like, are you mm. not cutting your toenails in a timely manner? Like all mm. the time? Like, what is it? Why do you have holes in your socks all the time? Uh, you know, just uh. Wear and tear, you know. They don't make things like they used to. It's low quality Wear and socks, tear. You know? Wear and tear. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, I wear socks 24-7. Like, you'll never see me without socks on. You need to be on the naughty list simply because you sleep in socks. I do. I have you to. You sleep in socks. I have to. There is a special place in hell. For real. No. Yes. I, I, That's why? crazy. Why would you not want to feel the comfy, cozy Ooh, no. of the sheets with your toes? Cold. Like, what are you gonna wear socks on the beach too? Because you don't want to feel the sand in between your toes. Like, no, where's that, the, where does the where's the line? That is a place where I do not wear any sort of footwear. And it's so weird to see yeah. your feet. Like, uh, they're beautiful feet, by the way. You they, have they great are, thank feet you. for yeah, a man. They're very pretty feet. <laughs> I like how you're like. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I agree. Oh, so you think that you're pretty? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are pretty feet. Mm. Uh, remember one time uh, we were in Wyoming and I <sighs> were playing catch on the beach and. I stepped. David was playing poorly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> my toenail, my big toenail was a little bit too long. And I stepped on a rock and it just like lifted my toenail off of my toe, like the hood of a car. Yeah. And just the thought of it, like, makes me squeamish. It hurt so bad. And the guy that I was playing with, Dewan, he came over to me. He was like, because all weekend he'd been commenting on my feet. It was kind of weird. 
He was oh, like, yeah. he's like, why your feet look so good? I was That's like, because what? in comparison, bro, his feet look all, like gargoyle. No, feet. it was yeah, it wasn't just yeah. him. It was all the dudes there. Yeah. They had like ogre feet. They did. And then he was like, why? He's like, hey, on my feet. He's like, why your feet look so good? Like, why they look? I bet they taste good. You know, like <laughs> I was like, man, calm down. So then, like. I think he gave me a whole, like, I think that's what happened. Yeah. And then, yeah. so then he was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's what you get. You feel way too pretty. He was like, yeah, now you're going to have a big bruise on your toe forever. Just like mine. And like points at his toe. I was like, what happened there? He's like, I jammed it in a car door. I was like, how does how that did even. How you jam your toe? Yeah, I was like, what? And then, uh, but mine didn't bruise because it just came off clean like no, no i remember you know you why know. because david's family all backed up and they looked at me and said nikki that's you that's your man go deal with it and i was like it scares me y'all are yeah. his parents yeah <laughs> i had to go over there and help him with his no toe having i mean no nail having ass like he just no toe. I still have he, my toe. he was like you were bleeding everywhere yeah it was pretty bad just really just really putting a damper on the evening you know that that, that so was we wrapped it up and he continued drinking and <laughs> And then uh, after that, I played flag football, and it was so painful. Really? Like, putting on cleats and trying to run. It was like, I couldn't put any, like, bend in my toe. Like, I couldn't, the pressure, like, from the oh, cleat yeah. pushing down on top. Mm -hmm. It's just a bitch. I've, like, ripped my entire, or I jammed my finger in a car door, and I didn't rip it, but the, the nail died. I think I told you about this. Oh. I was in high school. I didn't. I, I didn't know that this could happen. But your nail can die, and when it dies, it falls off. And thank God, like can it? Yeah. So like the whole thing came off, but there was new growth of nail. So by the time it came off, there was already some new growth there. So I had to wear a band aid because moisture helps. You know what? And that then, that happened to me one time on my ring finger. Hey, it was my ring finger too. That's what I just said. See, that's how you yeah. know you don't listen. No, so. That that's funny you say that though, but like, you I get like on my nerves. Sometimes. It like ripped off like half of my nail because it got caught in uh somebody's jersey at practice Ooh. football, and it like ripped off. And I was like, "What the hell?" And then like, but part of the old nail stayed on. Oh, so okay. it like grew out. So yeah. then the new one was growing in. So it was like tectonic plates. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, Isn't like the crazy? new one pushing it out. Yeah. I was like, "That's so weird." Yeah. That was a tough time. Crazy. I think that's one of the things that keeps growing even after you die. Your nails. nails? Yeah. How? They just do. That's what I've heard. Man. Yeah. Mm. Who who even figured that out? I don't know, babe. How does somebody die? Like, let me measure his nails. Like, what? He's like, their nails keep growing. I forgot what else keeps growing. Something else keeps growing. Yeah. yeah. Or like, it like, isn't it true that like all your life, your nose and your ears never stop growing? I believe so. I was so pissed I when I found that out. I was like, what? I believe so, yeah. What? I think I think you're born, and I think your eyeballs are the same size your whole life. What? I think. No. I don't think I don't think your eyeballs, like, grow. No way. There's no way that my eyeballs yeah. are the same size now that they were when I was, like, three. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't I do not be? have. No. What? Why not? Because I feel like we would look like the freaking filter that makes your eyes, like, take over half of your face. How would that even be possible? Your big old eyes on a three-year-old face. That's what you're saying. Mila has big eyes. Yeah, but, like, I, I think her eyes are going to, like, grow with her face. I don't think so. I think. Look it up. Google it. I'll Google it right now. Do your eyes stop going. Oh, you know what? I your forgot eyeballs? to set my. I forgot to set my fantasy lineup. And my quarterback is on a bye. Do your eyeballs grow? Human beings' eyes, because they are almost full size when we are born. Almost. They do grow a bit bigger, but only by a few millimeters. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Millimeters, but anytime I see it spelled that way, I always say it that way. Che. I don't know. I'm like, is that fancy? I don't even. I don't Babe, even not you say millimeters. <laughs> So there you go. Eyeballs are pretty much, so we're both right, you know? No. We're both pretty right. No. I'll share, I'll share the credit with you a little no. bit. I'm not selfish you thought, at all. You thought our eyeballs were the same size. They're how they are, though, pretty much, basically. It no. Said, like the they grow. It pretty much said basically. <laughs> basically. Basically. the same size. Uh, you know, like, 
I don't know how we're getting on this topic, but like mm. the, the eyeball is one of those things that can actually pop out mm. of the socket and pop back in. It'd be fine. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. That's so weird, man. Yeah. Like somebody's eye, eyeball can like hang out and then boop. You know what I mean? No, nah, I feel if like. If it's like something happened. I feel like if your eye just pops out, I feel like that's like game over. It's like still connected. Like it's just die. Whatever. You just got yeah. Oh, pop it back. <laughs> yeah. Like the kids like little nerf guns when you Dude, pop the I had a back friend in. in high school, one of my high schools, and he had a glass eye. And he used to just pop that bitch out while we were studying in the library just to like be funny. And I used to be like, fucking stop. Like he would just like boop boop. Like it was crazy. Did it like move? Um yeah, like, there were little movements, like, when he would, like, look to the side, it would follow, yeah. But, like, oh. not too much. Like, you could tell that, you know, it didn't keep up with the other eye. Really? Yeah. But when he was looking straight at you, you could hardly tell. Shit. Mm-hmm. I would, if I, had a, if I had to get a fake eye, I would just want one that just moves in a circle. <laughs> the whole time. All the time. <laughs> and, then, like, just watch people try not to, like, look at it, like, just having a normal conversation, like, yeah. So when do you think you're going to get these reports in to me? Like, my whole time my eyes just going like this. <laughs> just one of them, like. I think that would just make your conversations even more awkward than they already are. You really have like, you don't really like talking to people. I'm not very social at all. When's the last time like somebody came up to you and like, you were like, "Fuck, I gotta socialize." All the time. Anytime I gotta socialize, basically, yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, remember on a Dumb and Dumber when he's coming out of the Seven Eleven, and he sees those two guys? He's I'm like, sorry, the what? Seven Eleven. <laughs> Shut up. So then he's like, "Big gulps, huh?" <laughs> well, see you later. Like that's pretty much any social interaction I have is that. Have you always Some been form that of way? That. Have you always like? Yeah, I've always been kind of shy. I'm kind of a shy guy, you know. So let's let's dig deeper into that. Why? Um, Why? <laughs> So is it like an anxious feeling that you get? Do you not know what to say? Do you not know like the gift of gab? What what is it? No, I got plenty of that. It's more. Oh wow! It's more like I'm just dreading this conversation. But why? Because it's so stupid. Oh. Like small talk. I hate small. talk. I do hate oh, small talk. God. But I I like try to pass up the small talk pretty quickly. Which is why people are like, oh, my God, I feel like I've known you forever. And I'm like, actually, it's just me skipping over small yeah. talk, bitch. Talk to me. We homies. So, as soon as you meet Nikki, she's like, gun control, where do you stand? <laughs> Shut up. Like, Jesus, you want to know my name? There have been so many times that David color? is like, do you know her? Because, like, I talk to people like we, we've been known each other for Some people are like that. You're like that. We're like, you guys talk to people. Um, my Doesn't dad. mean that I have social. I don't. I have social anxiety. I just know how to hide it. And your dad, dad does too. My dad's like you know that. what I found that out is at our wedding. Oh yeah, which is weird because he speaks in front of people. All I the time. know, but I speak in front of people a lot. Whoa, I do. Uh, yeah, that's true. I do stand up comedy. I'm, but that's not really like like being a speaker. That's well, like I'm, that's speaking publicly. Yeah, I just I'm not having the. I mean, I'm trying to work on the whole like crowd work thing. Like I'm trying to get a little bit better at it. It's really difficult. It's not as easy as like these other guys make it look. Like those guys are really good at it. I'm not good at it at all, which is weird because I'm really good at talking shit. And um, I don't know. When you get on stage, you're just kind of like the pressure is like everything I say has to be funny, <laughs> you know, because I've seen some comedians that uh, like open mics that will start off crowd work. They'd be like, so what do you do for a living? And the guy would be like, oh, I work at a boxing company. And the guy would be like, all right, well, anyway. Oh, <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like, know. That was it. Like the person has to have the gift to work with the crowd because, like, I've been to comedy shows and sometimes, mm -hmm. like, they try to pull, like, it's like pulling teeth to get information out of people. Sometimes it's like it's yeah. just not working out, and when they keep doing it and keep doing it, I'm just like, man. But um, speaking of, mm -hmm. so there is some controversy oh. <laughs> recently over a comedian. I wanted to know your thoughts since you are, you know, professional in that sure. arena. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Just a guy. But I'm sure that you've heard. <laughs> so there's a comedian. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's everybody knows, okay? His name is Matt Reif. 
Matt Rife. Matthew. Matthew. What did you do, Matthew? Man. Okay. So um, I actually first came across Matt Rife on TikTok, as mm-hmm. most of us did. And he did a lot of crowd work. A lot of crowd yeah. work. He has a whole special that's crowd work only. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. The only special that I knew about was the Netflix special that he recently got. And there's a lot of controversy, a lot of backlash that happened with it because he opened up with a DV joke. Okay. Um, <laughs> very, And, you know, just like... I've heard it. I'm pretty sure you've heard it. Yeah, I remember you, you me told me thoughts. pretty much the joke. Yeah, um, did you actually hear it, though, out of nah, his mouth? No, I haven't, I haven't heard it out of his mouth, but um, I probably should, actually. Oh, all right, I watched the joke. The joke is, it's not a good joke, in my opinion. Now, who am I? Now, like, are you saying, like, the premise of the joke? Who are you am saying, I? like, the writing? Are I you saying... F- I feel like it's very... It's an outdated joke. Like, when I was in construction, you know, people, older dudes would always be like, you know why women have smaller feet? So they can stand closer to the stove, you know? Like, <laughs> it's like one, it's like one of those kind of jokes yeah, where I'm just kind sure. of like, it's not Been a done. Good, it's like super old. It's like the basics. Yeah, it's like unnecessary, I guess. Like, Oh, yeah, for sure. But, like, it doesn't take a whole lot of creativity is what I'm saying. It's, to, not, a, it's not a good joke. It's not a, I'm sure he has better jokes, but. Um, to that's how he started it, right? His yeah, special? that's how he started it. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, to test the waters, and like your audience is mostly women. But I think that you know? maybe he resents that, don't you think? That his audience is women. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta take what you can get. Like if that's if that's how you're blown up, man. You know, lean into it. Do you think that you would be able to stand like in your own right, like? Mm-hmm be confident in yourself if you were in a because you've been in room fulls of comedians right yeah oh, if you're yeah. in room fulls of comedians mm-hmm. and they lack respect for you because of your audience mm-hmm. do you think that you would still be able to move forward confidently um, or would that affect your craft because your fellow specifically your fellow man Right. Doesn't view what you do to be serious or real comedy or whatever. If I was Matt Rife, I would just tell people to suck my ass. <laughs> I feel like he should have taken mean? that route. I feel like he should have taken that route of like not giving a shit. Yeah, like what what do you like you what got you, a Netflix special? Who cares? Guys? And also I have so much to say about this because mm-hmm. I feel like it's just kind of like hypocritical in a way. How you going to get upset about this situation when literally like the photo to your tour is you shirtless? <laughs> like he is that created the thing, though? his like, entire is he, brand. Is he upset that that's how he's viewed is like as a He's saying that his drop. target audience is not supposed to be women. He wasn't trying. He's not trying to do that. He's not trying yeah. to pander to women he's also doing buys for the guys what yeah the fuck? bro like he got <laughs> mad because like all of you know the women are the one that gave him a voice yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's because everybody's saying it's because he's conventionally attractive okay. now yeah. here's the here's the conspiracy go on allegedly okay Matt Reif has been in the comedy game for years and he actually started yeah. out on Wild and Out Okay, that blew my mind. That blew my mind, too. But see, that was part of the problem. See, Mr. Matt Reif had a problem with being forgettable. Nobody Uh. really remembered him. People fucking forgot. He even like had a moment with like Zendaya at one point. She really did not vibe well with him. But in two ways, he looks extremely different from the times of Mm -hmm. his wild and out moments to now. And now he's saying that this is, um, you know, he's doing a Kylie Jenner talk about his puberty. It's puberty that hit him and gave him a jawline and gave him, um, you know, some cheekbones and shit. But also he did admit to getting veneers. And when he had his little wild and out money, he got himself six veneers, count them and weep. Okay. Because that's all he could afford. I I guess I'm doing mine. I thought like you had to get like a whole set. Nah, you ain't got to get to a whole set. But like, you know, he he did what he had to do. But here's the thing. Whatever happened. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, he started looking different. Then he started going to the gym, started like working on himself, like physically. And then all this time, this man is going, he's doing what you're doing, babe. He's Mm -hmm. like stand up and like going to open mics and like, you know, going everywhere. Right. Trying to make a name for himself. 
And he starts putting his clips of like crowd work on TikTok and boom, all of a sudden his career changes within a year. Within a year, he's in the double digits of the millions that he is earning. Very, this is very all cool. as a result of his physical appearance, whether he wants to admit it or not, which he's very well aware of because okay. he talks about it quite a bit in interviews. Talk yeah. about like nobody like really gave him any play beforehand and like, you know, that he receives. Mm. Now listen to this. I, I just want you yeah. To yeah. see the parallel, and okay. you guys too. There's a fucking parallel here, okay? And this is why I be getting all upset because he talks about he when he goes on stage that like people like women yell obscenities at him. I don't mean to laugh. Women yell obscenities like at him, talking about like take your shirt off, oh. you know, yeah. you know, like shit like that, okay? Drop, twirl around, yeah, twirl. turn around and sh- you know, drop it low, like drop, yeah. drop throwing their pen on the floor. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get that for me? So uh, he was talking about that in an interview and how like annoying it can be basically. And Mm. he feels like he is like having to maintain this look for women. And he doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want his career to be based off of that. Yeah. And what he's feeling is the pressure of trying to keep the female gaze because that's essentially what his career is the foundation of his career is is the support Mm -hmm. of women and also like being attractive to women so it's a lot of pressure and the parallel to this is babe is that this is one man one instance one one situation Mm -hmm. not not hardly any other man's experience but this is a woman's everyday experience it doesn't matter what field career what choice you make you are treated based on how you look and we have to like be taken seriously based on the male gaze and it is it's exhausting and it's infuriating and it's unfair and this one man that is experiencing this shit Mm. and feels the need to make himself look good for the woman right now it's too much and now he cannot do it and you know what he's resentful of it he's resentful of the fact that nobody paid attention to him until he had his glow up you know what the funny thing is like he's in the one part of entertainment where like stand-up comedy it doesn't matter how good you look or or like how terrible you look yeah that's you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you can be whatever and be a i feel like like the more normal you look like a normal person, mm-hmm. the more successful you are as a comedian. It, it's a lot of times it just comes down to like if you're if you're good at it, you know. Yeah, for sure. And um, I'd say very like rarely does it really like have I seen anybody just kind of blow up because of how they look. Um, yeah, this was like he was an anomaly for sure. But I wish funny you would have like, leaned into it. Just lean into it. What's yeah, wrong? Like if first if, of your kind, okay. And like I do kind of get. The annoyance of like people yelling things at him because like the thing with these like um, crowd work clips is a lot of people that don't go to like stand up comedy shows. I think they think that's just how it is now because mm. all they see is like crowd work clips. So they go to these shows with the idea that like I'm going to I'm just going to yell out so this guy can talk to me. Then mm-hmm. I can end up on a clip and be on TikTok or or whatever, you know. Yeah. So if he is trying to go through like material and then like actually do his set. And people are just like interrupting all the time, especially if they're just yelling shit. I could get the annoyance of that part, but also at the same time, it's kind of like it just comes with the, with the territory. Like, okay, you got, but you gotta, like maybe don't sell your tickets well, with saying. your shirt like, off and then complain that people are yeah, yelling at you to take that, your that, fucking that's shirt what I'm off. Saying. Like I get the annoyance, but at the same time, like he he's got to understand that like this is how this is his bread and butter. This is what people expect from him. This is what people came to see. You know, they came to see what they see on TikTok. And that's just crowd work and you just being good looking. It's just insane. Just that. It's just insane. That. He's like, I just don't want to be known for my looks. I'm like, well, oh my God, cry me a river. Cry yeah. me a river. It's yeah, just like. That, that is true because like women, women do go through that. I, I totally get that. Like women definitely have, feel the pressure to, to look younger and look, you know, just compete with each other all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And I that's hard. And. You see why, like, no men can't men cannot handle living like that because <laughs> Matt Rife can't Matt Rife can't cut it out or cut it with that shit. Then 
you know, and he's got, I mean, what, he's got everything a, a, a comedian could want. He's got the Netflix specials, a huge crowd. This guy is selling Brand out. Deals. Like, this guy is crazy successful, but he's still not fulfilled because he just feels like he's being treated like an object or a piece but of But you meat. know what? I think that he probably feels like a bit of, like, a fraud. Nah, you think so? Because if he's been doing stand-up comedy for a long time, then I would mm-hmm. say, like, I would, I would at least feel good about that because like at least you know you put in the work like you put in the time i guess and i think that's why like a lot of comedians respect him to like because of that like he's not just some guy that just showed up and was like i'm good looking now i'm a comedian you know what i mean no but he didn't get noticed until and like for his comedic skills until he did whatever he did allegedly. i don't i don't listen to matt or, or watch matt rife it's i don't i'm not as target demographic um <laughs> you know what i mean like oh he wants you baby he wants you to be his target demographic it's just he the, resents the fact and you know what that's so fine. stupid not, you know why because women are the consumers we are the yeah. ones that set the trends we are the ones who like yeah. even with the nfl like dude you get all of these wives and girlfriends mm-hmm. that are going crazy for taylor swift fuck it like we can we can like make things lean and, and not like only that consumerism goes up but women also have a very underrated role in like things like the nfl because mothers are watching the nfl and they want to see how they handle the, the brain injury stuff and mm-hmm. you know because they want the mothers to feel comfortable enough to put their kids in the football mm-hmm. so they can have more players coming up so they can keep going yeah so like they definitely value women as a demographic for sure for a lot of reasons but yeah i don't know i think matt rife silly if i was matt rife i would just be like if anybody was like giving me shit about like oh you're not that great of a comedian i'd like just suck my balls like yeah there's just a point where you just gotta be like I like whatever. Like I'm whatever, in the man. same room as you, fool, for a reason. Like, like that would have been my my response. Like, he didn't have to overcorrect to that degree. That yeah. You know what I mean? That that's my whole thing. Like all right, because like I do jokes that are the 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 subject matter is kind of touchy, I guess. Controversial. Yeah, but you gotta have a way to finesse it like you gotta have a way to be able to say it with because like what was the point of that joke like the only point of that joke was just to be offensive and shock Mm. but there's nothing there's no thought put into it there's no like um his own like opinion or it's just a it's an outdated joke it was just his way of it's an outdated joke he didn't have to do that in the sand and being like i'm on this side you know what i mean if it comes down to the fact that if he wanted to feel uh, like he wanted to be taken seriously as a comedian then i think he should have just just do stand-up comedy but like do you think that it's just interesting to me because like i've lost the ability to give a shit about other people's opinions because like typically i just yeah don't know people that well but like do you think that it would affect you being in a room full of people because like i know mm-hmm. myself i know myself mm-hmm. and if if that were to be happening, I know that I have like a smart ass mouth and like I really don't care. Yeah. But at the core of it, do you think that it, it's like impossible to sit there and like hear it from every side that like you're not a real because, you know, that, you know, on Twitter and shit, like you're not a real comedian, you know, yeah. you just pander to the women, you know, and just like completely tearing down your entire career and everything. I guess, you've done. I guess it could be perceived that he actually does care about the art form and cares about being good at it. Maybe he has a passion for stand up comedy and he just really, at the heart of it, just wants to be known as a stand up comic. Um, but I don't know. You feel like, you know, you kind of take not a shortcut, but. You know, you found a little cheat code that worked. and Well, I'll, you would think that if he thought so highly of the craft that he would have spent a little bit more time with even just the writing of that joke. It's poorly written. It was poorly executed. It was poorly joke. everything. It's not a good joke. It, it's definitely not indicative of somebody that actually respects the craft. Absolutely not. He just fucking had a temper tantrum. That's what he did. Yeah, that that's exactly what it seems like. Like, 
think I'm just a hot piece of ass. Dude, like, and I'm like, I'm not on your side. Like, I'm not one of you. Like, I think this shit's funny, you know? Like, the bros. Like, what? But, like, and that's about? the thing, like, who... I don't know of any dudes, no dudes that I know, that, like, really like or enjoy that kind of humor. Like, domestic violence towards women. It's, um... I don't know. I got like some things that like I'd rather not joke about. I think domestic violence against women is probably one of them. I think if you're going to do some kind of joke like that, first of all, you got to be self-deprecating. Yeah. Like you got to make fun of yourself. Like if you're going to be like if your stick is going to be like, all right, I'm going to be an asshole. Well, you have to make fun of yourself as well because you got to like have some give and take where people, the crowd can like the audience can trust you. Right. You know, with what you're saying, because you're not placing yourself like on this pedestal. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you'll go out to everybody, even yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have that stick, if you want that to be like the persona or, or whatever he's aiming for, I don't know. But uh, yeah, you got to you got to open up with something that's a little bit self-deprecating, especially if you're going to go like that route. I just had the sense like, that if it I was, was him, just coming from a place of frustration. Like if I was him. Um, and he said I, right after he said that joke, he could have been like, "That's how I got my black eye," you know, or something like that. You know, where it kind of breaks that. I, that I mean, the crowd loved it in the clip, so I don't know. It was received well, and at the time, but you know, there's. I mean, that's the thing about comedy and humor; it's also subjective, it and it's very subjective. What what one person finds funny, another might not find it funny. Um, I'm not gonna. I, don't think, I he, think it's very heavily weighed upon like your demographics. You know, yeah, everybody knows about uh, demographics and your target audience nowadays. And that term is, you know, very, very well known and spread wide. And, you know, come on now. If that's the audience he wants to to get, I, I don't. I mean, I, go, anyways. Hey, then, he, then he's on a good track. Like, if that's, if that's, the, if those are the people that you want to uh, target, if those are the people that you really want to come to your shows, and if you want to break away from the female demographic for whatever Man, reason. And then, like, did his apology. Is it, did he, like, I saw he, he sent a link to, like, the The special helmets. needs helmets. That was pretty funny. The special needs helmets. That was, that was pretty funny, though. That, that was, that, that was pretty funny. It was definitely... Like, if I did, like, okay, so I saw that before I even knew what the joke was. Yeah. So I saw that. I was like, like people were mad because Matt Rife apologizes about his joke on something and post a link to the special needs helmet. I was like, all right. Um, I was like, that's mm-mm. that's pretty funny. Because I was like, I don't know what he could have said. Quite a response. Quite <laughs> a response for sure. Then I saw the joke and I was like, all right, maybe not the route I would go, but. You know, I don't know, do you like Let's just pray for Matt he, Rife? He's, he's going more through a, it. Hey, he's more of a successful comedian than me, so you know who am I? Who am I to say? Baby, all you got to do is go get sculpted a bit and take off your shirt and take some pictures. <laughs> nobody wants to see that. I'm, oh, trust. I'm a lot older than Matt Rife. Ain't nobody trying to see all that. No, I am. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all that that needs no. to see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Those days are behind me. Oh, what days? (laughs) What days? What days? You were taking your shirt off? There was a time where I always had my shirt off. When? Uh, High school. (laughs) In high school. You would run around with no shirt. I was shredded, bro. I was ripped. I was playing sports all the time. Who were you showing yourself to? Everybody. I told you I had to, man, I had a six-pack in high school. <laughs> this is a long time ago, clearly. But I had a six-pack in high school. And uh, this girl used to pay for my lunch every day. She just give me money. And all I had to do was just lift my shirt up. The way that shit just sets my ass on fire. <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. I will never not care i will always care like that's like me saying how would you feel if i was like yeah this guy in high school like my ass cheeks so much every time i gave him a little peek okay well what would be the same thing my cleavage what Um, and like oh he paid for my lunch (laughs) he 
you're just a common whore. I was uh You're selling yourself. That's crazy. That's not how I looked at it. At That's the time. exactly what it is. I was like, cool, I get some french fries. That's what I'm worth, I guess. I Never mind. I don't think I would have liked you. But in high school? Yeah. Um Nah, you probably would have. Nah. Yeah, because I'm if sure. If I saw you doing dude. some shit like that, I would have been like, eh? <laughs> and never mind. Please. Please. You, you would have been. I think we would have been like really good homies. I think we would have been like friends. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. And then like I would like have a boyfriend that was one of your friends and you would just do nothing but talk shit. Nah. Yeah. I wasn't a, I wasn't a dirty Mac. A dirty Mac? And what is that? Mm, you know, like when you talk shit about. A chick girl like man to her you know like behind that like he you know like he doesn't even like he doesn't even tip <laughs> you know he's like he's a terrible tipper that's know? dirty macking yeah and you're just kind of like whispering like your boyfriend sucks oh you know how many guys do that though a lot yeah i bet yeah a lot because they can't get chicks any other way yeah chicks yeah <laughs> don't say they can't they can't get they can't get them so they got dirty Mac. Well, you know, they probably can get them better than just, you know, selling their body for fries. You know what I mean? Maybe I wasn't looking for anything. I was just looking for money. I wasn't looking for anything else. You couldn't do it in a more honest way. Like, I don't know, like mm. doing other people's homework or tutoring <laughs> or some shit. Like, I wasn't even doing my own homework. <laughs> selling some snacks out of your bag. I had to work with what this I had. This was what your hustler mentality was. It was really? easy. I was like, <sighs> just immediately jumped to taking off your clothes. <laughs> basically a stripper yeah you know <laughs> there's a nickname from my high school it's pretty fitting yes in it re- is in retrospect yeah what, what, what can i say you know what what can i say it was a different time what if i ever came across that girl that used to pay to see my man's abs i doubt it i severely doubt Just saying it what if that would be interesting. Why? Interesting. Why? Because there's a girl out there that has the same story, but vice versa. And it's like, oh, my God, when I was in high school, I used to paint this guy. Who's going to look at you like you missed out? Like, <laughs> like great. It's my husband. <laughs> so stupid. I was just stupid. I just think back to when I was like a kid. I was like, I'm so stupid. Like, I was so dumb. You sure you've fully grown out of it? I hope so. At least mostly, you know. Like, why didn't I do my homework? I should have just did my homework. I don't know. You know? I don't know what like, your why didn't was I do with it? homework. It was, I mean. Like, I don't know. Like, my teacher was like, you know, read Les Mis, And I read, like, 60 pages. And I was like, this book sucks. <laughs> just, Terrible student. I was. I was a really bad student. That's why I'm, like, so hard on my kids. Like, you gonna learn this shit. Do your fucking homework. Now, Julian can't get away with shit because every, he can't ditch, really. He can't. Yeah. Because I get notified. The second he's late to class, I get notified <laughs> on my phone. And him and I both get the same notifications. <laughs> he's got locations on his phone. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. He's got locations. Um, anytime he's anytime he, he doesn't turn in something, I get notified right away that he didn't turn it in. I really do thank God that we didn't have locations when I was a teenager. Dude. I am so happy that we didn't have locations like that. Dude. If my mom would have like, oh, my God. If, if, I, if we, if we would have had this technology when I was younger, I would have definitely got straight A's or B's because I would have had no choice. Yeah. But now it was like he has no choice. Yeah. Because, like, I'm on his ass. But he also has, like, access to AI and, like, yeah. and all of That's what I'm saying. That's why it's even easier. I'm like. Ways to like, get dude, his work no done. No excuse, none. Yeah, for you to not fucking nah, have good, good grades. He's, but he does have good well. grades. He has so. great grades. He does. <gasps> so we should definitely, you know, reward him for Christmas. What do you want for Christmas? <sighs> I don't. Don't give me the I don't know bullshit. I don't. I'd have to think about it. I really don't. I don't know. I don't know what I want for Christmas. And I what is this? Our twelfth Christmas together. Mm, the first one would have been. Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, twelfth Christmas. Twelfth Christmas. Twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> what do I got to get you? Like a 
partridge in a pear tree was 12 five golden rings oh no four total doves (laughs) 12 orange hens what i don't know (laughs) (laughs) this is a turtle dove i don't even know um okay well what do you want for christmas what do you want i asked you first what do you want i asked you first Mm. are we going practical or you know what i feel (coughs) like i already Sorry. I feel like I already got what I wanted. So we got oh, a yeah. brand new um, washer and dryer, guys. We did it. We made Hell yeah. We made an adult purchase mm-hmm. at Costco's. And we went without a washer and dryer for months, Beach. Months. And, like, you know, I really do think that it's, you know, it's purposeful. It's, it's necessary sometimes to go back to your roots and to really be reminded of the privilege privileges in life because we did we went to the laundromat we were in that laundromat like mm-hmm. every single week and um yeah you know julian got to experience it and now yeah. guess what he'll he appreciates the washer and dryer now. yeah like even he was excited he was yeah like, he was oh, so right. excited to have the washer and dryer i was um, like yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that's kind of how i knew i was like getting older because we went to go shop for the washer and dryer and i was like so excited oh my god and then like when we ordered it i was like thinking about it for like days and i was like it's almost here yeah me too i was like counting it i had like a calendar like ripped it off <laughs> <laughs> and like everything i was like i was like oh that's dirty that's dirty like i yeah. can't wait to wash everything i've been washing all the the linens all Nikki's, the bedding nikki's just been doing the most random loads of laundry for like the past three days whatever i can find like, bitch. What is it? if it, it smells a little bit rank like if it could go in there, she's just gonna put it in there. And like it's tablecloth, yeah. Towels. I'm about to I'm about to take my curtains down, I'm about to wash them bitches. She's like ripping up some of the carpets, gotta go. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Putting the pillows in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, what? I'm serious. Like I went and took some shit out and put it in the dryer and I was like, this is the most random load. There's like one sock, fucking coat, <laughs> sheets and a comforter, <laughs> just a hoodie. One pair of the kids' underwear. It needed to be washed. Like, I'm so excited, y'all. I've never been more excited. Be, be If you got a washer and dryer, be mm-hmm. so thankful. Because, you know, it's just little things like that make your life easier. And with kids, oh, yeah, it was so difficult to not have a washer and dryer. So for those of y'all that ain't got no washer and dryer, I feel you. Mm-hmm. I'll be praying for you to get a washer and dryer because it's necessary. Yeah, like hot water heater. That's another thing. You... Where the fuck did the hot water heater come from? I'm just saying, it's like one of those things where you, you appreciate hot water heater, <laughs> washer and dryer, um, your heater, AC. Yeah. Our AC went out like last summer, and that was a bitch. Yeah. And um, it, took a, it took a minute for it to get fixed. Our landlord is like, he's like, I don't know what the problem is with it. Then we got it fixed, but yeah. That was out. I was like, "Holy hell, man! This is crazy." Because like our like big, I don't know, formal dining room area has like these high, it's like vaulted ceilings, and then it has like these windows where we don't have any curtains on them. They're way too high, so the sun just like beams in there, all crazy. Yeah, and it just feels like a like a greenhouse, like and it like beams like right through like into the kitchen into the actual dining area yeah. so ezra's like eating just burning up he's like it burns <laughs> no, but but i was I'm, like good you need some sun i'm excited for the holiday the holiday season yeah. we're gonna go see um the parade of, parade lights. of lights in denver we're gonna go see santa claus later this is gonna be yeah. a very busy month so very. i really actually want to try to work on um filming the podcast we gotta early. tell we gotta tell the story about um the creepy ass Santa Claus we went to last year. <gasps> oh yeah, didn't we tell them about that for briefly? No, I don't even think we were doing the podcast. No, I had like a vlog of it or a video or something. I don't know, but we need to re, re- okay. retell it for so, sure. So one day came around. I was kidding. <laughs> um, so every year we go and we have photos with um, Santa, mm-hmm. and uh, the first year I did a vlog with Ezra, and then the second year we wanted to go. Um, Mila was already two years old, mm-hmm. and we. Um, 
made a reservation to go see Santa Claus at the mall. And I wanted my nephew to be there because it was going to be his first time. He's a baby baby. And so we're going to have all the kids there and nobody is there. Like we had like a five o'clock, five thirty something. And um, we get there. Nobody else is there. And they're, you know, they play elves or whatever. And, you know, like they're working for Santa. And there was this man there. And you guys, he had like the longest fucking nails and they were dirty. It's like old dudes. They were like dirty. They were dirty, long nails. All of his nails. It was, was crazy. Was he the Santa Claus? He was the, the elf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Santa yeah. was in the... But they all knew each other. And then right, we would right, come right. to find this out, okay? So we go in there, and I, we got weird vibes right away from all of them. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, get the kids to take a picture with Santa. Santa was acting a little weird, too, but, you know, whatever. We hurry up. We go around, and we get to, like, the pay section, right? And they have to, like, print some stuff off. And I'm sitting there with um, my sister-in-law. And all of a sudden, the one of the elves, he's an older man, the one with dirty long nails, he comes up. Like, to the counter yeah and he's like printing our shit out while he's printing our shit out he's waiting for the printer he's like oh yeah you see that girl right there that's my wife and we we were like oh that's so sweet she's like pretty not young she's like in her mid-30s she's a lot younger than him yeah and he's like in his 60s okay if i had to put an old uh, an age on him and he's probably almost like 70 he's getting up there and so he's like oh yeah that's my wife and we're like oh Okay, that's oh. sweet. And he was like, I've known her for so long. And so he starts going into the story of how they met. Why this mofo talk about I've known her and since the day she was born. Yeah. And me and my, I, we were like, what? And yeah, I was like, like why does this shit happen? Why do we have to have the most awkward conversations with people? I don't yeah. understand. He starts talking about that is my best friend's daughter. Her dad and I go way back. He was we like, were best friends. He was like, God bless his soul. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and like he remembers Excuse when this girl me? was born and she had been married before. And then as soon as she got out of her marriage, she swoops in and they get married. That's crazy. Yeah. You think at the wedding, he was like, you're as beautiful as the day you were born. <laughs> I remember. Yes. And the fact, uh, you guys, and you That's guys should have seen her face. She was embarrassed. She was like looking at him like, please shut the fuck up. Because, you know, it is unorthodox and it's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. Okay? Think about it like you're changing a wife's diapers at one point. Yes. You know? Like you like saw your wife take her first steps. Like what are you talking about? so weird, it's man. so weird and predatory. Yeah. Like, were like, you looking at her like that the whole time, sir? No, it's not like a Leonardo DiCaprio situation where he's just finding like new twenty-five year olds <laughs> off the lot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> off the lot, right, bro. You're in there like nurturing and watering this girl, and fucking like probably were, at her birthday party, like in the delivery room and shit. Yeah, like came to her first birthday. You know what I mean? Like it was weird. Yeah. Um, so they were just all like, and like they were all family, including Santa. Yeah, it was weird. And they did this every year, and they have, like, a contract with the mall. We got to know all the tea, because, like, nobody else was fucking there. And I yeah. was like, what? I was like, I, now I see why nobody's here. This is, they're fucking creepy. Yeah, they're weird. So we're going to another another Santa this year. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> if he's there? I'm like, ah, yeah. fuck. Are you guys the only Santa? Are you actually Santa? <laughs> yeah. Watch that actually be Santa, and he just has a fucked up family dynamic. I mean, that guy was weird. He's yeah, like, he I, breaks into I. people's homes in the middle of the night. Speaking, He's like thousands of years old. Of course, he was there when his wife was born. Like, speaking of um, some crimes, mm-hmm. can we talk about real quick? Mm-hmm. So, I came back recently from visiting my grandma for a few days. Yeah, yeah. When I came back, you know, you're trying to get into regular routine and stuff. And David went upstairs to go take a shower. I'm downstairs doing my thing, and all of a sudden, I just hear him bounding down the stairs, running down the stairs, and I was like, what? And he mumbled something to me and just runs past me and goes into the garage, Mm -hmm. and so I I run after him, and I'm like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. He's going to look at me and talk about somebody's tracking us, and I was like, what? Mm -hmm. And he plays the sound, and sure enough, somebody had put an air tag in our car like yep. inside of yeah. our car yeah so we spent almost three hours looking and tearing apart i couldn't find this the back of this thing. car it was like in a weird spot where it was echoing 
Yeah. And um, like it was like in like near the center console of the back seat. But the center console, you know, it opens and closes. Like the cup holder. So yeah. like it folds out of the center console. Right. So somehow like it got stuck in or like they put it in between there, but like underneath. But so you had to like open and close it like a certain degree mm-hmm. so like then i saw it and i was like oh shit there it is but like yeah i like ripped apart the back of the yeah, console because like if we had the cup holder part closed it sounded far away yeah. but then when we had it open it sounded super close that we could not figure it out we thought it was in the column in the back Girl, it was a whole damn mess you in hear the, me in the back. and then like get it out because i was like i don't know who put this in here and or how yeah and um they know where where we live and mm-hmm. shit because you know they can see it and it said that it had been with us for like the whole day and it shows you like where it goes with you yeah so i was like what the fuck we had been shopping at walmart yeah. for like you know christmas stuff and wrapping paper and shit and it had followed us from our house to walmart yeah. and back and then it tells you like the phone number that it's associated to like yeah. the air tag because you gotta link, sync it up with the phone number so we're just like what the hell mm-hmm. so I don't know. We're it, still like, doing an investigation. So it's uh, be safe out there, y'all. And like yeah. your phone will let you know. Yeah. Um Yeah, turn that notification on if you uh on your find my phone or whatever. There's like a, a an option that turn on the notification if something's tracking you because you yes. didn't get the notification. I didn't. I didn't realize. I was that like, that you was didn't off. get that notification. No. You're like, no. I was like, man, you need to turn that notification and on. What the he hell? He did. He put it on on my phone. I, was like, I apologize. I'm sorry. I did not know, but like it, it will tell you if an air tag has been following you. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we had that awesome thing, which is you know why we we were just very worried, and we, it took us a while to like be able to sleep, and we're trying to figure out new security system and shit, but. Like, just be yeah. safe. Be careful um, when you park your car anywhere or anything. Just be safe because, you know, they're just crazy people. Mm. And, um, yeah, so with Especially, that. Huh? You know, Christmas season, shopping. Yeah. Going to stores, a lot of people, crowds and shit. Yeah, you know, just be careful. Very easy to forget to lock your door or something. You just throw one in there. Yeah. And then, and like, the sound is, like, kind of, it's not very, like, um, like oh, there it is. It's right there. Yeah. It's, it almost kind of, like echoes yeah it's like, like it echoes it reverberates almost like surround sound so you're like where is that coming like i thought coming we were anywhere. going crazy yeah. like we thought we were going crazy it was freezing yeah. like it was just a mess so my oh, like, oh, i gotta saw my <laughs> straight up we were gonna stall gonna that damn car thing. in half <laughs> but with that you guys thank like y'all so much yeah, thank, thank y'all so much for coming to join us for um another episode of the his and yeah, hers yeah. podcast um you know we'll be here next week for you guys and all throughout the month of december and we're gonna be talking about some holiday stuff we're gonna be getting into the holiday season we might even do a little bit of hot chocolate or something like that for our next episode so definitely meet us back here if you guys want some behind the scenes or you know any updates mm-hmm. on the side definitely follow us on our socials you can find me at the nikki glamour across all of my socials and of course for behind the scenes footage or anything like that for the podcast you can find us at the his ex hers pod and of course for any of your comedic needs definitely follow my husband at i'm david cisneros and i'll be performing all. at comedy works tomorrow yes december 5th downtown denver yes yeah, yeah, yeah. what time uh show starts at 7.30. Perfect. 7.30, I believe. If you guys are in the Denver so, area, yeah. definitely stop by. Say hello. Come support. But we love y'all so much. Thank y'all for coming to chill with us for this podcast. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out.